Hello friends, hello friends and hello foes and hello whoever stumbled up into this. Welcome, welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Appreciate you being here. If you're returning, I appreciate you even more. But uh, don't tell anybody. So I want to love everybody equal. This is the one podcast in the world where we love everybody. We hate on everything and we spit it how it is, you know? We spit it how it is. I am here every week uh, to get these things off my chest, get these things off my chest that need to be begotten. And I appreciate you tuning in, dude. I really do. Please leave a rating. Please live, live, write a little review if you feel inclined. And if not, it's okay because I still love you. It's no big. It's no biggie. It's no B-I-G. But if you could do that for me, I'd be forever gracious for, for uh, your lovings, you know? Um, coming out the gate, I almost died the other day. Uh, long story short, I blacked out at the doctor's office and I woke up with like 10 doctors over me with shit shoved into my fingers. And it made me really reconsider a lot of things. You know, I came out of this thing, uh, basically thinking like, I want to do something good for the world. I was thinking like, fuck. So I've been pondering all morning. Like, what can I do? How can I give back? How can I leave a good legacy in case, um, you know, that was scary. Like if you ever just like, uh, passed out and not knowing what's going on. Like the closest thing I can compare it to is a really bad salvia trip, which I had a really bad salvia trip when I was a teenager. And well, it wasn't even bad. It's just, I lost, I didn't know what I was. I didn't know who I was. I don't know what planet I was on. And that's kind of what, um, passing out at the doctors was like, because I was in there to get my feet looked at, because as I've talked about this before, I've been having like this really bad problem with my foot and it's just not healing. Cause I just keep ignoring it because I think I'm still 19 years old when my body's just going to heal itself. But, um, so I've been seeing this foot doctor and honestly, this guy, I'm so desperate at this point. I'm into like trying CBD and shit like that because I've tried everything that any like medical person has told me. Now I got to go get an MRI because I can't figure out what's wrong with my goddamn foot. Honestly, if this doctor would just like, he could pull his dick out of his trousers out of like that little robe thing, you know? And he could be like, all right, and just pull out a big glass of uh, um, Vaseline. He's like, all right, boy, I'm going to have to fuck your feet. And I'd be like, all right, dude, whatever. If it's going to make it better, do it. Um, I would listen to a white person with dreads uh, rubbing dandelions in, in between my toes at this point. So if you have anything to suggest, um, I've gotten, you know, eat bananas at night because the potassium will help your feet. Um, I've gotten that, so I'm going to try that. So if any of you guys have anything to tell me about what might help my feet, um, tell me, uh, but for right now, I think the big thing is just getting rest because if you've ever fainted from, uh, nerve damage or whatever, um, yeah, dude, that's where we're at, but it doesn't even matter, you know? Um, and as I was, as I was dying, as I thought I was dying, uh, I was thinking about that little Wayne song. We were just talking about, I feel like dying. And I was also looking for my my shouty, and uh, neither of them were there. So I f- realized when I die, I want Little Wayne's. I feel like dying to be playing, and I want shouty to be there. Otherwise, I'm pissed because there's just a bunch of doctors standing over me. I wasn't uh, I wasn't cool with it, you know. It wasn't my vibe. It was not the vibe. 
Anyways, you know what I was thinking about? Uh, why are there no photographers that specialize in dating app pictures? Because you got all the you got all the sorts of different photographers, right? You got like wildlife photographers that go and take the same picture of the same whale breaching out of the water, which is dope. Yeah, but they've been taking that picture since the eighties or whenever. So uh, then they got the scenery guys, photographers. They got wedding photographers. They got like portrait family photographers to put your face on a mug. Uh, laziest present ever, by the way, putting your face on a mug and giving it to somebody. Why isn't there, if you're a photographer out there, you can take this idea and run with it. Just don't say I've never did anything for you. But if you do, just plug my podcast. We'll help each other out. Um, you should be somebody that is a fucking uh, dating app photographer. You just keep a bunch of props on hand, right? You keep like a fake fish on a hook and you just, uh, or you have like, a wall, you know, you just like build a wall that has wings on it. So if you bring girls in, you can tell them like, okay, well, here's the wall with the wings. And then, uh, you know, you just have all these props ready to go. You have, excuse me, just have like a Jeep for dudes to stand next to. And, um, yeah, you just like help them build their dating app profile. You know, you help them uh, lie to people. So when they meet, they're really not that interesting, but at least get them through the door. As long as you can get somebody in the door, you've done your job as a person. You've paid something forward. And I think that'd be a very honorable job to say that you are a uh, Tinder photographer. Um, except you're going to contribute to the world population and that's a problem. And so maybe we should consider reconsider this whole thing. But I just want everybody to love each other, you know? And if I can help some people out, uh, that would mean a lot to me because maybe I just gave somebody a job and you can quit your your your, your shitty factory job. Twist that wrench, boy. I tell you what, if I don't see that craftsman moving, you ain't doing nothing. Shit, you better work till your fucking fingers fall off, boy. You know, if I can get you out of that situation, you decide to go be a Tinder photographer just push my podcast for me, you know. Get the gospel out there. Get get the uh, get get these words in someone's ears, you know. Just go right in someone's ear. Um, another thing I was thinking about, like honestly, how dope. This might sound super ignorant. Uh, I bring on the cancel culture. I don't care. But um, how dope would it be to actually be a gay dude? Like, besides having to deal with, like, the ignorance in society and, like, the hatefulness of people and probably, um, it's probably a hard, really hard, I can't imagine how hard it would be growing up as a gay dude, especially, like, prior to now when people are more accepting. Um, but once, you know, like, once you've made it through those hard, those hard things, which we all know is a real deal, I'm not saying it's not a real deal, obviously, but once you've made it through those steps and you're an adult and you're completely comfortable with yourself... How dope would it be to just be like, yo, bro, you want to come suck my dick? I'll suck yours. Like, imagine being attracted to dudes the same way you are to girls, right? Uh, it's like, yo, hey, dude, you want to come over later? We can, like, uh, play some Madden and jerk each other off. It'd be sick, dude. Um, I don't know if it works like that, but I'm assuming it does. And, Yeah. I remember my girlfriend asked me, we were in the shower and uh, she asked me, she's like, what's the gayest thing you've ever done? And I, re and I really had to think about it because I've always been pretty, I've always known I've been very into women. But, um, and I, and I was trying to think like, okay, what is the gayest thing I've ever done? And I remember one time I went to a sleepover and uh, it was just like me and this one guy and <laughs> this sounds so wrong, but um, 
it was this is one of those like traumatic things that I like blocked out of my brain. I remember he kept trying to like get me to walk around naked with him. And I was like, uh, no, dude, I'm good. We're like in his room. Like I was like, I'm thinking about it. And I live within walking distance of being able to go home. I should have just like put put my shit in my backpack and bounced. But um, it's weird how you don't realize shit's going on when you're a kid, you know? Like I just realized this other like dude was trying to fuck me the whole time. He's going to be like, dude, why don't you just, why don't you get naked, dude? It'll be fun. He's just walking around his room, butt ass naked, like laughing, like it's all hilarious and like telling me to do it. And he's like, asked me if I wanted to like share a bed and shit. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, dude. I'm kind of like laughing about it. And I didn't realize how weird it was. I just knew I didn't want to do it. And then I just saw him at school the next day. It was completely normal. And I didn't think about it since. I'd hung out with him like multiple times afterwards. Like he's got girl, had girlfriends and shit like that. And um, I never thought about it until I was standing in the shower with Shouty, um, looking at her um, beautiful woman body. I was thinking about this dude um, running around with his dick out. And uh, I do remember it was uncircumcised. And I'd never seen an anteater before. And that was the first time, you know? Um, it's kind of weird because then I saw a lot of dicks growing up. And uh, a lot of dicks that I didn't want to see. And one of the reasons being, and this is another thing I didn't realize it was weird, the high school that I went to, none of the stalls, <laughs> none of the stalls had doors. And I went to a pretty good high school. I mean, it was pretty country. Like people rode their tractors to school as a senior prank and shit like that. Sure, but um, none of the boys' bathrooms had doors. So there'd be like five stalls and none of them would have doors. You would just walk in and just see fucking Timmy from second period just like wiping his butt from the front. And you just be like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? And you just like walk to the next stall and just like throw in a chew and take a poop. And then somebody would walk by you. Then all of a sudden, uh, Tom from third grade by bio- uh, third period biology would walk by. Just like, oh, what's up, Yandre? Be like, hey, what up, dude? You know? It's kind of weird. So I saw a lot of uh, dicks and people wiping their butt that way. And uh, I never really realized the severity of how weird that was. You know? Um, anyways. Do you guys remember I was talking to you about this Facebook group that I'm a part of? It's called, like, it's like a podcaster support group. I talked about it on an old episode if you've been around for a while. I talked on an older episode about how I was trying to like network and meet other podcasters and yada yada and how I just kind of completely struck out because I was reading these questions and they just made me like (laughs) very turned off to the idea of collaborating with a lot of these people. And um, I got some pushback on that. People were like, well, no, you're just blah, 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 blah. So I wanted to read you guys some of the questions that people post in these groups. And now you will realize why I am a, a one-stop shop, okay? Um, okay, here you go. This is these, these are real questions. These are real questions that real people ask in the podcasting community, okay? Um, here we go. I'm freezing up when I go to turn the mic on. I'm not burnt out. I'm actually really keen on the topics I'm planning to cover, and I have all the research done. I just can't get back into solo podcast mode, perhaps since I had a break break over the new year. It feels like the first time all over again. Any advice? (sighs) Like, how do you coach that, you know? Like, how do you take a question like that? Is somebody just talking about how they're freezing up and they're asking for advice? Like, what am I supposed to be... What am I supposed to give you, like spiritual guidance 
I'm supposed to tell you, like, come on, bro, you can do it. Imagine, like, a boxer or an athlete. or a, That's what you guys don't understand about this shit. You guys think it's fun. That's what always pisses me off about the creative field. It's like everybody thinks they can just pick something up and just start doing it, and that they're going to be automatically good at it, and people are going to like them, and they're going to start making money of it. No. Believe it or not, this is a fucking skill. And you know, you got to have some balls to do it. Can I stroke my own, stroke myself any harder? No. But just in general. People literally ask for advice. What is this? Uh, never mind. I just can't get back into solo podcast mode. Well, you know what? Get off Facebook and get through it. Go record three shitty episodes, scrap them all until you got a good one, then you post it. Okay? Here we go. One more. Hello, everyone. I'm new to podcasting as well, and I would love some advice. I'm working on a pop punk podcast, but I'm unsure what's the best place to upload episodes. Eventually, I would love to monetize my podcast. Should I upload it to SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbeans, any other sites you recommend? Thanks! See, this pisses me off. So that means uh, you heard that people are making money podcasting. You're like, oh, I can do that. I'll go talk about some shit that I'm into and make some money. And you're not even a fan of it. You're not even a fan of the art, you know? Like, do you not listen to podcasts? How do you not know where to upload your fucking podcast? Right? You want to create something to monetize it and you don't know where to upload it, which means you don't even listen to any podcasts. This is literally like how dumb people are, dude. Oh my God. Okay, check this out. Let's read some more. First time ever having to cancel an interview due to my voice being gone. This cold has really messed up my podcast schedule a bunch, and I was really working hard to book this particular interview. Has anybody else had to figure out how to keep podcasting while fighting illness? How do these people have jobs, you know? Like, obviously, these people aren't doing podcasts. Well, obviously, they have jobs, right? Obviously, they have something. How do you go to your, how do you go to your job if you have a cold, right? How do you take care of your kids if you get a flat tire? How do you... Why is it... What are you talking about, dude? Oh, dude, I'm getting... I'm getting worked up. Okay, here we go. One last one, okay? One last one. Here's the final. Here's the cue de grow. Hi, y'all. I'm trying to produce a show about a medical condition I have. I've reached out to sources for interviews, but nobody wants to commit to a show that hasn't started yet. Anybody have a way to overcome this? Yes, I do. Start your fucking show. How are you going to book interviews for something that doesn't exist? You know? Fucking ridiculous, dude. Fucking ridiculous. Um, anyways, I feel like I'm getting old. I feel like I'm getting old and jaded, dude. I feel like I had, okay, a couple things are making me realize I'm getting old. One of them being, uh, I had a Postmates driver coming and she was running like a half hour late 
And given it was my fault for ordering burgers and fries because I knew that shit wasn't going to be crispy by the time it was going to get to me. But I figured it would get there like somewhere in time where it was still going to be enjoyable because I was feeling lazy. So I ended up paying 20 bucks for like a $7 burger after all the delivery fees and small cart fees and yada, 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 you know? And so I see her just like circling around on the app. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go outside trying to wave her down. She texts me. She's nowhere near. She's like, I'm outside. And I'm just like, no, you're not. Like, and it's pouring rain. It's like, I'm not going to walk down the block. Like, what? I'm paying for this delivery. And so, uh, and I can see her on the map. So I message her to like drive around. And I see this car come around the corner. And it's like, it's like 30 yards away from me, right? And I just hear the fucking boom, 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 Gets closer. Boom, 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 boom bunch of tinted wind and this car just pulls this this red car with tinted windows just blasting music just stops right in front of me I'm like what the fuck is this she opens the door and it goes from boom 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 to boom 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 drunk in love this bitch is just slamming Beyonce at like full volume at 10 o'clock at night in my neighborhood she opens the door and she comes out with like her hair all in a bun all fucked up frizzy hair wearing sweatpants then she, she's like, oh, sorry. She's yelling at me because we got to yell so loud because the music's, because the music is just fucking cranked. Now she's got the doors open. She's got the driver door still open, blasting Beyonce at 10 o'clock while she's an hour late. And now she opens up the passenger side. Drunk in love. Surfboard, which, uh, good song, but, you know. And then, uh, I just wanted to tell her, be like, bitch. What are you doing? Why you blast the music so loud in my neighborhood? Turn that shit down. Maybe you could focus. But I just let it go. I just didn't tip her. I didn't even give it a tip. And another way you know you're getting old is I don't even want a new cell phone. Not at all. Not one bit. I see people with this iPhone with the three cameras. I want nothing to do with it. I actually found one. I uh, I went for a snow walk by myself. We had a snow day recently. And I went for a snow walk by myself and I found a brand new iPhone 76, whatever the hell it is, laying in the snow. And uh, I felt bad. I was like, oh shit, somebody lost it. It's like a $1,200 phone. And um, so I'm looking on the front screen, right? I'm looking on the lock screen, seeing if like any names will pop up or any anything was popping up that I could like call from my phone to let them know that I have this phone, right? Because I didn't want to steal it. I wouldn't even want it. And then if I would have lost that phone, if I would if that would have been my phone, I'd been pissed. I would have hoped that somebody returned it to me. So um I'm trying to figure out like how how the fuck and I and I can't figure out this phone. I I can't figure it out. Like I know it's locked and I can't get in it. So I'm thinking like, well, I guess I could just ask Siri to call the last person that called this phone because that person will know whose phone it is. I can be like, yo, I got this person's phone. Like, can we do something here, right? And uh, of course, that phone doesn't have the center button. I guess I have the the iPhone I have still has a center button. You hold down the center foot button to do Siri. And so I go from doing this like like trying to do this nice, simple act of trying to return somebody's phone to just having a full on freak out. Because I'm like yelling at this phone like Siri. I'm like an old person just yelling in the street like Siri, Siri, call the last person that called me. And it's not working at all. And so uh, finally, I get smart enough to take my phone and 
Google on, I asked Siri on my phone, like Siri, how do you do Siri on the new iPhone? And then it told me how to do it. And sure enough, then I asked the other phone, call the last person that called me. And it said, husband, heart, 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 heart. And then some dude answered the phone. And uh, I was like, hey, bro, I got your wife's phone. Uh, she was throwing me that neck bone and she left her phone. Can you come get this shit? Because I want to deal with it. And then he showed up and I gave him his phone. And that was that. And I made sure to get the number out of there. And I call his wife all the time now. Let her know, like, hey, girl, you still owe me some snow walk, pussy. And, uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm uh, old and cranky, I guess. Um, I'm going to be in the old folks, old folks home in no time. Um, I went and visited my grandparents in the old folks home yesterday. And um, I can really foresee my future, my me in the next five years. Just going on like field trips and having four meals a day just prepared for me. Hanging out in my room, having like hot nurses bring me stuff all the time. Uh, yeah. The funniest shit ever, like my, my grandpa is super smart. And um, he's just always like... When I look at his life... I just feel like the biggest piece of shit. I mean, he was like this farm boy that ended up um, being going to college, right? Getting a four-year degree in like business or whatever, and then joining the military and then becoming an army ranger. And then uh, he was in Berlin and he would take like senators and congressmen and shit like that on tours in Germany, show them like, war memorials and stuff like that. And then he worked as a prison guard where he had like high, high ranking, uh, his prison guard, like high ranking Nazis, like Hitler's right hand men and shit like that. He was like escorting them around. Then he got out of the military, got his, uh, master's degree, went and started his own like training company and, uh, worked for himself. Yada, 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 yada. He was like a vice president for, um, some freight, basically just a fucking stud dude um sailor uh tennis player just the, the fucking shit you know took care of my grandma just a fucking stud like smart the smartest person ever bro like literally just the oh, goddamn walking encyclopedia and anyways after feeling bad about myself um <laughs> and so they live in this retirement community now, okay? Because they're big, like, multi-million dollar home overlooking uh, all of Seattle uh, from Bellevue or whatever. I was getting too much for them to maintain. And so uh, they live in this little re retirement, this nice, like, retirement community. And they take them on these outings, right? And so they go on this and they've only been there for like a month now. And the dude pretty much runs the place and it's fucking hilarious because he's always everywhere he goes. Like, obviously he was a ski instructor because why would he just be a regular skier? He'd be, he'd have to be a ski instructor. And while he was a ski instructor, he started all like these senior programs, program for kids. He started all these things, right? Because why would he just be like me? Just like some regular dude, right? Um, so he's got that bone in his body where he's always um, just taking over shit. Like if he would have went the criminal route, he would have been Al Capone. But uh, so they go on this tour, right? And so all the all the people that work at this nursing home, they're mostly like younger girls, and um, 
the scary thing is they're attractive. So they probably have to deal with like all the old creeps all the time. Saying shit like, hey, sugar, why don't you dip your finger in my coffee and sweeten it up for me a little bit? You know, shit like that. But um, so they go on this tour, right? And uh, all of a sudden, my, my grandpa is like, what? You don't know the historical background? And so they're on this tour bus. So he like goes up and he asks for the microphone. And so he's all like telling people about what happened 20, mil- 20 million years ago, about what they're driving over, all the fossils and all the geology and all the tectonic plates and all the volcanoes and all this bullshit, right? And so these young girls driving this bus just trying to take the old people out for a day are probably just like, uh, okay. So now what they do is my grandpa is the unofficial, unpaid fucking old folks tour guide. So when all the they take all the old folks out. My grandpa just sits there with a the microphone and talks about all the history of everything where they go. And they just pick a random place. And my grandpa will just know because that's what he does. He fucking reads and knows everything. And um, so while I'm sitting here making dick jokes, he's actually uh, making people in their final days smarter and happier and making these young girls' lives easier because they don't got to talk about the same shit every day. They can just drive the fucking bus around and he will entertain them. So, Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's do some slutty confessions. Um, slutty confessions. Pew, 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 pew. All right, here we go. I found out my new favorite kink. Butt plug in the back, dildo in the front, and dildo in my mouth. That's a lot of dildos. This morning, I stuck a butt plug in my ass, a dildo in my pussy, and sat on the edge of the tub so I could rock back and forth to feel the toy, toys pushing me while I grind my clit on the tub. For an extra bonus and really icing on the cake to speak that led me to mind-blowing orgasm, I take another dildo and ram it in my throat to make myself gag. It feels great when I gag and I feel myself clamp around the toys in me. I haven't puked it, but I haven't slobbed everywhere. Two orgasms checked for today. Four to go. Um, I'm so glad I'm a guy because I literally just could like close my eyes and think about some sexual experience from like... Uh, two weeks ago, and um, 60 seconds later, I would have everything I would need. And if I really want to get creative, I can go grab like a a, um, a grapefruit and throw it in the microwave for like five seconds and put a hole in it and fuck that thing. So being a girl and having to make yourself orgasm seems like a ton of work. So uh, yeah, shout out to girls having to do all that work. And uh, sometimes as guys, we don't realize how easy we have it, you know? We can piss outside and just fuck our hands. We don't need to, like, hover over toilets or uh, shove four different things in our bodies just to get our rocks off. Um, Here we go. I am coming to the end of four amazing days of near nonstop masturbating and successfully fisting myself. I've decided to play a game of will, will it fit. I have a box of condoms, two bottles of Astroglide, and a lot of stuff with a round end. Here's a partial list of things I'm going to try and shove up my vagina. Shampoo bottle, deodorant bottle, wine bottle, pop can, cucumber, baseball bat, candles, marbles, two-by-two piece of wood, box of markers, very wide vacuum handle, and a whisk. Um... Wait, so are these items she said she did? Here's part of those things I'm going to... Okay, I think she tried. Okay. I remember when I was little, I watched this uh, this gross porn. It was called the 
the violation of whatever her name was. And it was just like these 10 girls just ran up on this one girl and they like all hated her. And so they basically started just like gang raping her porno style where of course she was acting like she didn't want it, but she was loving it like halfway through. And I remember just watching this, like being disgusted, just like, uh... and I remember they pulled the part that really fucked me up that like actually had me like really disturbed. Like, why would they do that? Is when uh, they pulled out a, a wooden Louisville slugger and they put it right up her butthole. And I just remember like turning it off and that was just ingrained in my brain. I was just like, oh. And again, um, you know, uh, I didn't mean to do back-to-back masturbation ones because um, I'm looking for uh, something way more degrading than this. But once again, I'm glad I'm a guy, you know? One time I knew a guy, he put two steaks in between a space heater and let him warm up and he fucked those. But that's about as creative as I've ever heard a guy getting. Anyways, moving on. Um, okay, 22-year-old female lesbian lost my virginity with my girlfriend in a gangbang. I'm 22, my girlfriend is 23, and we've been together since high school. Neither of us had even kissed a guy. We had been watching gangbang porn and decided to lose our virginity together in a gangbang. Last weekend, we both let a group of six guys fuck both of us all night. Betcha they were black guys. It was so intense, and we both loved it. They fucked us for about three hours and left. After they left, we fell asleep together naked, covered, and filled with cum. We will definitely be doing it again. Um, see, this is another one that was like, sometimes I read these and they're funny, like right off the rip, or they just kind of like leave my soul empty because like, I always wonder like really promiscuous people, do they just not like, I have a pretty fucking high sex drive, I think, but I don't like that this takes a lot of time and effort to think about you know like how do you get how do you get how do you get bored with sex you know how do you get so bored with sex where you got to do just like super weird shit like and isn't there a point at some point where you're like okay this is weird is this just like my like comedic brain where i'm like looking for bits and everything or something because I would be like, okay, this is fucking weird. Even if I was one of the six guys, even if I was, I was talking about running trains last week. So here you go. Here's a perfect example. Even if I was one of these six guys um, and I just saw some chick, some lesbian getting railed by two of my buddies and she's already like covered in jizz, I'd be like, um, no, I'm going to go home and uh, uh, read my Marcel Prost and fall asleep. And then uh, wake up and then jerk off with a grapefruit. Uh, let's see. Let's find one more. Ooh, here we go. God, the good ones are always so long. Let's see. The best is these guys like commenting on these. Like guys, it's so, like guys are so hilarious to me. And I am a guy, but uh, guys are trying to get laid in these comments. It's pretty funny. Okay, what's this one? I didn't go straight home tonight. My husband travels for work a lot. Sometimes I drop him off so he doesn't have to leave his car there. So last night he had a flight to New York and we were in the middle of a huge fight, but he left anyway. On my way home, I decided to stop and have a glass of wine. I met a group of guys on a bachelor party and ended up becoming their bachelor party. I took all six of them while my husband was flying to New York. 
don't trust these hoes. Um, I'd be surprised, but uh, uh, I'm not. <laughs> this guy, you ever in Chicago? <laughs> Told you, dude. That's the best comment so far. Reading that, like, that's so funny, you ever in Chicago. Okay, let's do one more. Female 40s, thinking of going anal only with my husband. I've always liked anal sex with the right guy and when the right mood, but when it didn't necessarily dominate my daydreams until fairly recently. I can blame it on hearing about the anal only lifestyle. While I found it a bit hard to believe, the more I've read, the more I think about it. Well, the more I think about it. I'm considering slowly increasing the frequency of anal and slowly moving him away from pussy fucking. Very elegantly put. Uh, and for some reason, the more I think about this, the more I want to display my pussy to all the guys on Reddit. I may be going down the wrong road, but I can't stop thinking about it. You know, see, like, this is how I know I'm not a piece of shit because I woke up this morning after my, what I thought was a near-death experience, which probably wasn't at all. But I was like, you know what? What can I give back to the world? Like, what can I do? How can I come up? How can I put myself in a better position to, like, provide for myself and my future family? How can I learn as a person? How can be? How can I be more like my grandpa? How can I accomplish more? Like, how can I really fill my day with more? Uh, how, what can I have a more fulfilling day? This bitch wakes up and she's wondering about, like, I wonder if I should only let my husband do me in the butthole. So, yeah, I hope you feel good about yourself after hearing that, too. Hopefully you think about more stuff than uh, being a bachelor party, ladies. So, anyways, um, if not, go be a bachelor party. I don't give a fuck because, you know, I don't slut shame. Um, I just uh, read it on Reddit, I guess. Anyways, um, appreciate you guys tuning in and uh means a lot and i'm gonna have to go try to regain my soul after thinking about that dude's wife getting banged by six guys and uh you guys have a great week and i will talk to you soon please leave a rating please 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 um or i will uh not be anal only for you bye guys these hoes make me heartless they sick it got me nauseous huh. i'm exhausted love never worked for me it ain't in my department now that i'm an artist i know i'm a target that shit dead like a carcass why cause i'm heartless can't play me like i paused it we run them like a faucet i dog a bitch regardless cause i'm heartless thought they ass was harmless i held on like a harness they let me in the darkness now i'm heartless
sick, it got me nauseous. Huh, I'm exhausted. Love never worked for me. It ain't in my department. Now that I'm an artist, I know I'm a target. That shit there like a carcass. Why? Cause I'm heartless. Can't play 